freedom is never more than one generation away from extinction. We didn't pass it on to our children in the bloodstream. The only way they can inherit the freedom we have known is if we fight for it, protect it, defend it, and then hand it to them with the well-taught lessons of how they in their lifetime must do the same. And if you and I don't do this, then you and I may well spend our sunset years telling our children and our children's children what it once was like in America when men were free. Well, welcome to another episode of Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. I am one of your hosts, Cheryl Todd. And I'm Dan Todd. We've got a great show today. Our theme is Of, For, and By the People. And Cheryl, I'm going to have you explain that to us, but first I want to uh, show our lineup of guests we have today. We've got Absolutely. an awesome lineup. Yeah. In studio, we have Bill Sansom. He's an author and former law enforcement officer. Taking, He's talking about Grant McComber's book on self-defense with a firearm and defending yourself with a gun, staying alive, and staying legal all at the same time. And that's a hard thing to do. Yeah, it so is. So it's, it's a small pap, uh, pamphlet. Uh, it's going to be uh, a great uh, source of information. Mm-hmm. We also have the GOP chairman, Robert Graham. He is the chairman for the Arizona Republican Party, talking with us about a surge in Arizona Republican voters registration, which has caused GOP voters to outnumber independents and Democrats. Ooh. This is going to be some exciting news. We're not a purple state anymore. We're, mm. we're a red state again. Right. Interesting. So, and that's a lot of that has to do with the uh, uh, Chairman Graham and his work. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited about having him on. Me too. In our second hour, we're going to have Thomas Rompel. He's the author of The Fourth Branch. It's an action thriller based on real world events surrounding our southern border, terrorism, and politics. Mm, intrigue. And also, Dr. Sebastian Gorka. He is an internationally recognized authority on issues of national security, irregular welfa- uh, warfare, and terrorism here in here to discuss the coincidence. Wow, am I having some trouble? <laughs> Consequences of the vote this December. So I'm really looking forward to that. And you may have seen him on Fox several times, especially lately. I've seen him on a lot. Yeah, and but the vote is in November. You said December. <laughs> I guess what's, you know what? Maybe I, I'm just going to go home. Okay? No, you know what's happening? <laughs> that, that we're pre-recording. Yes. So we're completely thrown off. We're, we're, we're usually here on Saturday, but we're... Yeah, so this is my robot person because we're in <laughs> D.C. right now. And uh, mm. this is a pre-record. And I am a little shook up. You know why I'm shook up, Cheryl? Why are you shook up? I went to a house today and picked up 134 guns. Ooh. I've been shaking every since. I And guess. they're neat guns, too. So I'm excited about that. These are guns that we're going to put in... AZ Firearms. That's so and, cool. And uh, I was super blessed to be able to get that con- uh, contact. And so I am a little excited today. Yeah. And I just, I'm still sweating from picking them up. So <laughs> I am a little thrown kind off. Of ran in right under the wire time-wise. But uh, yeah, so today while we're sitting in the studio, it is Thursday, September 8th. And uh, you'll be hearing it, of course, on Saturday, September 10th. And we just always like to let you know when we've pre-recorded, just in case some big news event has happened I mean, this is September 11th uh, coming up this weekend, and you just never know what kind of things could go on in the world. And we just don't want you to think that we've ignored 
uh, a big news event uh, when you hear us on Saturday. So we always and like a politician's you know. gonna do something between now and then, <laughs> right? I don't, I don't know. I'm telling you, this is a wacky year for the election. Um, but also in our second hour, of course, we have our responsibly armed citizen report and Dan's commentary. That's not gonna be so calm today. Not not so calm today. No, but Cheryl hmm. of four. And by the people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So where is that from? Does it still even make sense today to try to have such a government? Well, these words are, of course, from President Lincoln's Gettysburg Address 153 years ago. Sounds like a long time, but in human history and world history, not so long ago. 153 years And I've been thinking a lot lately on those words and the reason they were spoken, the terrible division in our nation, politically driven and rooted in a narrative of race disparity and placed on the backs of citizens to fight it out, brother against brother, this division. So take a moment and think about the current events in the United States as I read some of Lincoln's words. So he says four score and seven years ago. That way everybody knows, oh, that one, right? Four score and seven years ago. Well, that, he's saying 87 years before the time that he gave the speech. So he was referring to 1776 when the Declaration of Independence was signed. Our founding fathers brought forth on this continent a new nation. So they were, they were giving birth to a new nation. It was conceived in liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men were created equal. So there's this civil war that's tearing the nation apart. It's testing the nation. And they're wondering if any nation so conceived, conceived in that way, conceived in liberty, can it long endure? So think about today. Think about right now. I feel like all of that is being tested right now. We're, in a, we're engaged in a great battlefield right now. Yeah, you know that one. You you can quote the whole thing start to finish, but I I just want us to have that in the forefront of our mind that when we do go to the polls, first of all, go to the polls. And before that, get informed, get educated about how you're going to vote because even local elections have consequences, long-lasting, reverberating consequences. And does liberty matter to you? Are you going to vote for liberty? Can a nation so conceived in liberty long endure? Can it continue through? Or are we going to hand it over saying, oh, socialism is the new latest and greatest hip thing instead of seeing the real world example in front of our eyes unfolding in Venezuela right now? That is the consequence Did you see all those people that were in the streets? They had a camera going through. It was a wave of people just... Had to be millions of people that were protesting and wanting a new government. I believe it. And yet here in in America, we have the feel the burn crowd that wants us to be that in how many years? How many years would it take? Well, I don't think it's too hard to fly to Venezuela if they want to go there. That's what I'm saying. So, But but I have to say, Lincoln tried to bring people together. Mm -hmm. The politician, the, the president now is wanting to tear us apart. Uh, race, all that. He's wanting to tear it apart. He wants it divided. It's how I feel. 
Well, and that's, I want our listeners to search their own minds, search right. their own hearts. What do you think? What do you want to see the world look like when you have children, when you have grandchildren? Right. I has want our you race, to think about has, that. Has the racial tension gotten better or worse since he's been president? I'm not going to answer that. I want everybody to answer it for themselves. And so Lincoln goes on just quickly here to talk about the, the brave people, the living and the dead who have struggled before us, the shoulders on which we stand, right? The shoulders of giants on which we stand today. They have consecrated far and above what we could ever add or detract. And the world, he says, the world will little note nor long remember what we say, but the world can never forget what was done here, there, in Gettysburg, where he's speaking. He says the world will never forget. Didn't we say that about 9-11? We will never forget? But look at us. Look where we are. I think we are forgetting. I think we purposely make a habit of, a, and we, we force ourselves to forget the past and think that we're reinventing this whole new generation is just going to reinvent the world like nothing ever happened before them. Again, my opinion. And it, it's disheartening to me because I do think we forget. And so, of course, he goes on and he says that let us live in a way that the dead shall not have died in vain and that this nation under God shall have a new birth of freedom and that the government of the people, by the people, and for the people shall not perish from this earth. That takes us. That takes action. That takes involvement. That takes reaching out to your representatives. That takes voting. And each of our guests today, I think, are fine examples of people who have invested themselves in the future and, and in trying to be sure that we continue to have a nation that is of, for, and by the people. And I will step off my soapbox. So. Thank you for wow, that letting was, me have uh, that moment. Yeah. You didn't tell me that was coming this morning. <laughs> Got a little in, a little fired up myself, a little intense myself. I just, uh, you know, 9-11 is around the corner. I'm getting ready to go and speak in front of the NRA uh, Women's Leadership Summit. We've just spent a beautiful weekend with our daughter celebrating her birthday and spending time with our granddaughter. And I, it's just heavy on my heart that that people are just going to willy-nilly just kind of, you know, either not vote, you know, turn their nose up at it, oh, my vote doesn't count, right? Or, well, I'm going to vote for the third party because I want to vote my conscience. Okay, fine. But do you understand the consequences of that vote? And the consequences are that maybe a person that you absolutely positively would not want to sit in the Oval Office is going to take the reins. I, that's your choice. That's your decision. But I want you to be thinking about it and do it purposely. Whatever it is you do, whether it's a non-vote, whether it's a third-party vote, or whether it's a vote for one of the two major candidates, just be purposeful. Be right. informed. All right. I got a quick um, live read, we call it here in Radio Land, uh, to support. Uh, it's a public service announcement. Bring your family and enjoy a fun morning of shooting clay targets at Ben Avery's Clay Target Center on Saturday, September 10th. That's today. In commemoration of Patriot Day, the Arizona State Rifle and Pistol Association Shotgun Division will be hosting an NRA Day fun shoot 
for beginners. Now that's going to happen by the time you hear this, but it's from 8 to 11 a.m. But there's still going to be fun stuff going on because the 100 Big Bangs for Freedom takes place later in the day. And that is part of the Shot Heard Round the World commencement for the shoot while promoting the worldwide movement to get the public to come out to the ranges and shoot. This event is a fundraising benefit for Hunts for Heroes, a program of the Arizona Elk Society for Disabled Veterans. For additional fun, there will be raffles and unique merchandise inside the Ben Avery Clay Target Center Pavilion. Don't miss this special event to commemorate Patriot Day 9-11. Come enjoy our American freedoms. To register or get more information, call 602-571-4055. All right. Well, stick around because we do have an amazing show with some awesome guests lined up. And our theme today is of, for, and by the people. When you're working hard to beat debt, you've got to think of creative ways to get your income up. Here's an idea. Sell some stuff at auction. Start with locally owned and operated potofgoldestate.com. The owners, Dan and Cheryl Todd, have over 60 years of combined experience in selling antiques, collectibles, guns, coins, and jewelry. And over their many years in business, they've earned the trust of thousands of people just like you. Whether you're saving for a rainy day emergency fund or paying down debt, Let potofgoldestate.com help you get the extra cash you need. Potofgoldestate.com will purchase your items outright, or you can consign them to their twice-a-month online auction. Pot of Gold's nationwide online auction is a great place to get top dollar for your collectibles. They specialize in everything from antiques, coins, high-end collectibles, to cars, boats, guns, and more. Get started today at potofgoldestate.com, or visit them off I-10 and Dysart Road in Historic Avondale for some live auction action. For more information, visit potofgoldestate.com. That's potofgoldestate.com. Hey ladies, Cheryl Todd here from azfirearms.com. Many of us ladies are taking the important step of becoming responsibly armed, but it can be an intimidating process. And with all the politics swirling, a first-time gun buyer, whether a guy or a lady, might feel uncertain about where to begin and who to trust. At azfirearms.com, we are a small, friendly, family-owned shop that specializes in first-time gun buyers. We are staffed with knowledgeable people who are ready to help answer all of your questions. My husband Dan and I pride ourselves on having a safe, no-pressure environment. Once you have decided on a purchase, azfirearms.com partners with professional firearms instructors who will train you to become a responsible, safe, prepared, and proficient gun owner. So ladies and gents, when you are looking for personalized service and a huge selection, come to azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road or visit us on the web at azfirearms.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. The theme of our show today is of, for, and by the people. And our first guest is Bill Sansom. Bill is an author and former law enforcement officer. Bill wrote a book titled Not Looking to Die about his experience of being ambushed and shot, nearly losing his life, on the job as a first responder. 
Bill will be talking with us today about defending yourself with a gun, staying alive, and staying legal all at the same time, which is becoming actually less and less possible in this litigious society we live in. And as more and more politically liberal laws get piled on year after year. Welcome to the show and the studio. You're in studio sitting right here with us, Bill. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. Um, did you want to dive right in? You, you were having some thoughts about the, the theme of the show during the break, and I didn't know if you wanted to elaborate on that or... Well, yes. I, I just it's, uh, would like to comment that uh, the old saying that history repeats itself. Mm. Well, you know, this country today is on the verge of being torn apart mm. by racial and, and political strife. And I think that voters this fall are going to have the opportunity to let history repeat itself and become once again a nation that's conceived in liberty, liberty and dedicated to the proposition that all men are created equal. Mm. We don't have to repeat all of history. Right. But we should start repeating the parts that really matter to everyone. That is just beautiful. I have goosebumps. Literally, you gave me goosebumps. <laughs> that, and, and I love the optimism. You know, it's so easy to be pessimistic, but, but that was an optimistic um, sentiment and thought. And I, oh, I, I hope from your lips to God's ears. So, um, <laughs> well, you know, we're friends. And so one day you stopped by our shop and you left a, a pamphlet on my desk, a little book. And it was written by your friend, uh, Grant McComer. Uh, he was unable to join us, but um, he's a now-retired attorney, prosecutor, and firearms trainer. What was it that caused you to say, like, now is the time that you, you kind of wanted to dive back into this pamphlet and talk with us about it today? Well, I'd, I'd like to start off by uh, clearing up some confusion. There's actually two books uh, published out there. Uh, one of them is by Grant McComber. Mm -hmm. It's titled Not Looking to Die. Uh, I also have a book uh, uh, that uh, is a collection of some of my favorite short stories that I had published uh, a couple of years ago under the same title. Uh, it, but it goes back further than that. I'd previously copyright, copyrighted that title years ago in a magazine story I'd written where I described the gunfight that critically wounded me and how my love of the outdoors and hunting helped heal my wounds and restore my spirit. Mm -hmm. Grant McComber read that story, and he asked me for permission to use the title in a concealed carry handbook he was starting to write for classes that we, he was giving to people that were trying to get their uh, concealed carry license in California. Granted, uh, subsequently, I'd helped him write his book, uh, and his book, along with other great information, uh, his concealed carry handbook describes the responsibilities of carrying a weapon and the legal and civil consequences of displaying or using that weapon. Mm -hmm. And the reason why I think that, uh, that this is an important topic to bring up now is because you and everyone else and me, nearly every night, we view news program reports of incidents of gun violence that resonate through our society. Mm -hmm. People are angry, people are afraid, and certain people are reacting violently to real or perceived threats or taking advantage of incidents for personal or political gain. Hmm. 
Uh, our government today makes a lot of, of reports of gun violence uh, in order to try to, uh, to uh, take some of our rights away from us. They get people afraid, and then they feel like they'll go to the polls, and they'll, they'll vote in for tighter restrictions on our, our rights as they pertain to the Second Amendment, right? That's my thought. Mm-hmm. On the other hand, law enforcement is jittery. Mm. Police efforts to protect people from themselves has the police caught in a deadly crossfire of emotion, mm. fear, and hate. And those are the reasons why I feel it's so important to talk about defending yourself with a gun, staying alive, and living with the legal, civil, and emotional consequences of your actions. Or dying because you were carrying a weapon you didn't know how to use in a lethal situation that you weren't prepared for, and in that one half second that you have to live or die, you lack the instincts and resolve to correctly, lethally, and legally react to the attack. Mm. You know, Bill, that's why we uh, started this show. One of the reasons we started it, and in our gun shop, azfirearms.com, we tell people when they're trying to buy a firearm that they need to do more than just buy the firearm. They need to be educated on how to carry the firearm, what to, how to use it, and then what to do if you do use the gun. And this pamphlet is going to be great for helping people understand that. It's why we encourage people, get your concealed carry permit, because that they're going to put you in the right direction. And with books like this, we'll put you in the right direction on where to go and what to do. Absolutely. And, you know, you have such an interesting position, right, Bill? Because you look at the world through the eyes of a citizen as well as a police officer. So when you see someone open carrying, which we're perfectly legal to do especially here in Arizona right or conceal carry or conceal carry but what's your initial reaction like how do you size that that up that person well when I when I see someone in open carry position I uh, subconsciously do a threat assessment uh, <laughs> I think you know, any smart it, person does it, really it, it might be a little bit uh, uh, nervous to say that sort of thing but that's the way that I'm built. But, you know, uh, open carry or concealed carry, uh, well, let me put it this way. It would be perfectly legal in Arizona for a person to stroll down the aisle of a Walmart, for example, mm -hmm. with a fully loaded assault rifle mm -hmm. slung across his chest, mm -hmm. a high-capacity clip automatic pistol on his hip, mm -hmm. a machete dangling from the other hip, <laughs> and wearing a tactical vest with extra clips of ammunition and a ski mask covering his face. All perfectly legal all under legal. Arizona law. Yeah, yeah, that's true. So, I'm sorry, I, I know I'm interrupting you, but, uh, you know, I'd said I think anybody does kind of size up for threat. And, you know, I guess I'm an equal opportunity um, offender because I, you know, kind of trust everyone, but also be very, very aware of your surroundings and how people, what their body language is, what, how they're moving their hands, where their hands are. Um, well, all three of us. Whether say, you can see a firearm or a machete or not. Right. And all three of us 
do threat assessments with almost everyone we approach. It's true. Because we're trained to even, do that. Even animals, even dogs right. walking down the street, you know. We had a we rabbit just... in the front of the store yesterday, and I had to do a threat <laughs> assessment to decide whether to pick up the rabbit or not. So, I mean, come on. But really, we do that. And, you know, I, it's not, I, there's been times I've carried open carry, like if I'm going to go hunting or something, mm-hmm. I just got the gun on and I go. Mm-hmm. But, it is, you know, you have a, another layer of responsibility when you're carrying your gun out in the open. Just to be very, very um, calm and right. very... But I, I feel that if you carry a gun concealed, you already, when somebody's going to attack you, you already have the disadvantage. They know they're going to attack yeah. you and you don't. Yeah. If you have a firearm out in the open yeah. and they're going to attack you anyway, right. they're going to have the advantage even more because they're going to know that you have a firearm. Right. But I interrupted you, Bill. Go ahead. Well, you know, when, when you come on to someone like that, mm-hmm. walking down the aisle of Walmart, fully armed as this person is, you do a threat assessment. Mm-hmm. And you, ask, you have to ask yourself, is this person just exercising his Second Amendment rights and Mm-hmm. kind of exploiting Arizona's permissive open carrying laws? Or is he about to initiate a terrorist attack? Mm. Well, I got to say, in this situation, I wouldn't know, and I'll say one more thing, is I'm not going to stick around to find <laughs> out, even if I am armed. But I what about smart. But what if, let's say that there is, a, a, when this open carry person is strolling around, that there is a police officer in the same building that's undercover carrying a concealed weapon, and he's posted in the store because of a reported potential terrorist attack in stores across the valley. Well, how should the policeman react? Hmm. You have the right to carry in Arizona. Mm -hmm. You can flaunt that right, Mm -hmm. or you can uphold that right by acting in a responsible and mature manner. I like that. I I agree with you 100%. our time is already kind of getting away from us, and I, I want to be sure that we've we've touched on on the most important things. But um, you know, you're you you do think people should be prepared, right? Yes. And you know, if lethal defensive force is necessary, then then be ready for that. But I love uh, one point that you made off the air, and that is yes. Well. When it comes to uh, situations where where you might find yourself uh, uh, confronting a person with a gun or a person that's threatening to kill you, uh, you know, avoidance in the first place, in my mind, is much better than deterrence. Mm-hmm. Uh, do a threat analysis, as we said. And on the other hand, mind your own business and, and avoid situations where your life can be put in danger mm-hmm. uh, such as you know you don't wear a gun to demonstrations and protests and you don't get in other people's business you let law enforcement handle it bill how do we get this book i, I want the listeners to know about the book well uh grant mccomber's book is uh is sold uh it's self-published and it's sold by grant mccomber himself I believe Cheryl said that she was going to post his address. Uh, I think that he charges uh, $15 for his book, which is a, a concealed carry pamphlet. 
Well, it's very old school that he is. You know, he says, mail me a check at my P.O. box. I'm going to mail you the pamphlet. And even that is kind of awesome for, for the flavor of our show today. It's just that, you know, just kind of take a step back and, and enjoy our our traditions, right? So uh, I will post that online, and uh, I do uh, recommend it. it's good reading. It's good to keep these things in our mind. And, Bill, thank you so much for being here with us today and, and bringing some wisdom to the, to the airwaves. Well, uh, thank you as well, and I'm very happy to be here. And about the wisdom part, well, <laughs> I guess we'll let the listening audience make that determination. Oh, well, I think it's thumbs up all around. Well, thank you so much. All right, coming up, we have our Arizona Republican chairman with some encouraging news for the GOP party right after this. Hey everybody, this is Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan, world champion gunslinger and Hollywood gun coach. In the Westerns, there's always a good guy and a bad guy and sometimes the ugly guy. And I always root for the good guy, which is why I'm here to tell you about the good folks over at azfirearms.com. They are straight shooters and always give you the best deal in town. azfirearms.com is the biggest little gun shop in Arizona and have something for every single gun enthusiast. Long guns, pistols, hunting, military, law enforcement, home protection, you name it. And when you've got some guns to sell or trade in and trade up, azfirearms.com are the folks to see. Geez, they bought a cannon once. They are family-owned and operated, friendly staff, courteous, totally reliable. azfirearms.com will give you the best value for your used guns. So stop in, see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd at azfirearms.com in Old Town Avondale off the I-10 and Dysart Road and tell them Joey Rocket Shoes Dylan sent you. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Auctions take place the first and third Tuesday of every month and are full of a great mix of antiques, collectibles, jewelry, guns, and coins. Visit our beautiful air-conditioned showroom off the I-10 at Dysart Road at 215 East Western Avenue in historic downtown Avondale. You will find a friendly and knowledgeable staff, comfortable chairs, and we even serve free birthday cake at every auction. Or bid from the comfort of your home at potofgoldestate.com. Don't miss out. Everything is going, going, gone at potofgoldestate.com. Welcome back to Gun Freedom Radio, where we engage, we educate, and we inform. We are sponsored by azfirearms.com, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. So hold on just a moment. Dan has something important to say. Look, I'm just excited about these these guns. I, I went to a house today and... Um, there was 134 guns, and um, I, I had the privilege of, uh, of buying those today, and so I'm excited about it, but I'm also bummed because I'm here, and I'm not with the guns right now. I, I want to be with them. I want to know what I bought <laughs> because there was some old Colts 
There Whoa. is a 32 Colt automatic, you know, from the 30s or 40s that's in the box, and it looks like it's never been fired. Now, some of these guns I looked at in the dark, and some, you know, I'm just excited. I want to see them. All right, take a breath. But Slow I, down. You know what? Here's the bummer, okay? <laughs> we're at the radio station, which I love the radio. We're here till 4 o'clock because uh, we're pre-recording. And then we are going to a event tonight. What are we seeing? Um, it's called Taking Back America. And we're really excited about it because Dinesh D'Souza is one of the speakers and Dennis Prager. And um, it's I just think it's going to be a really neat event. And, of course, it'll be over by the time uh, this comes to air. Yeah, but and so that's speaking the thing I'm, of. But before we go there, I want to tell you. So this is why I'm excited and bummed at the same time. Because the guns are at the store. I can't look at them. I can't go after the radio show. I can't go after we see this event tonight. <laughs> and tomorrow morning, we're flying out here at like 4 o'clock in the morning. Oh so I don't get goodness. to see the guns until I get back. Yeah, just because our store has a name, AZ Firearms, doesn't mean that it's not really the Danny Todd collection. So I think you're getting a, a glimpse behind the curtain here. Um, all right. Well, we have a wonderful guest waiting on the lines just to be introduced um we have adriana Eschette. she is a citizen an architect and a person who has decided to make a difference by becoming a certified firearms instructor with the well-armed woman and she has also traveled on her own dime as a citizen to the nation's nation's capital to be part of the DC project and what a perfect person to have on our show that has the theme of for and by the people. Miss Adriana, are you with us? I am. Hello, Cheryl. How are you? I'm wonderful and I'm so excited to have you on and um, I I forgot to verify that I'm saying your last name right. Ashet? Eshte. Eshte. Oh my goodness. I am the butcherer of last <laughs> names. S T. Okay, so I can get that right next time I say it at that the end of the show. Well, <laughs> like I said, I am just so excited to to have met you in D.C. and that we're both part of the D.C. project. And I know that as a citizen, as a mom, as a voter, you understand the importance of education overall, but also pertaining to guns. So yes. talk to us a little bit about about the, the point of the importance of education. Well, uh, you know, I think it's, it's really important as when I started, uh, when I started with firearms, because I wasn't exactly raised in a household that was, um, that was you know, used firearms all the time. Um, we did have them for hunting purposes, but not necessarily handguns. Mm -hmm. So uh, when I started on my own journey, I, I found that... Um, I, as a woman, uh, had that urge or, or had that need for education and wanting to know more about the tool that I was going to be using, um, and of course, how to use it as well. Uh, and then, of course, over the years of having that education, it, it it's never ending. It's constantly, you know, something that's an, an ongoing endeavor. Uh, and then, of course, I get to help other ladies begin their journey of educating uh, of education and learning uh, how to use firearms and, and how to protect themselves and the self-confidence that comes from that. Um, and then, of course, for them to share that or, you know, with uh, bring that home and share that with the next generation and share that with their children. It's, 
And don't you super, find that important. right? Don't you find that a privilege? I mean, if people really thought more about it being a privilege and a blessing, I think we might take these things more seriously. Yes, it is certainly a privilege. Um, you, you know, when you when you think about firearms, uh, of course, you know you get uh, mixed reviews. There's there's one side that's you know very anti and it's unsafe and that type of thing. But when you really get into it and you really learn and and get into that education, you learn how fun it can be and if it can be done safely. Um, it's it's a skill that you can you can apply everywhere in your life. It's self challenging. It's something you can do with your family, um, and it's something that you can do with friends. You know, uh, even by yourself. You know, it's it's uh, it's such a great skill uh, and such a great sport. It is, and there really is a social component, and I think maybe especially for the female of the species, we are very social creatures, right? Yes. And, yes. <laughs> and to have an organization like the Well-Armed Woman to, where mm-hmm. people can, you know, have that social outlet and have that kind of moral support and support group as they're learning and growing in this area that is completely foreign to a lot of us, not just women, but we're we're fortunate. I guess somebody's going to have to invent the Well-Armed Man, but we're, <laughs> we're fortunate that we have the I Well-Armed Woman. I can be that woman. guy. <laughs> I think there was an organization kind of, um, I don't know if it started or there was just talk about it, but yeah, uh, we have a lot of husbands that, that, you know, talk about, hey, wait a minute, what about our organization? (laughs) Well, you know, it's so funny because I'm I'm getting ready to go to Virginia and speak at the NRA Women's uh, Leadership Summit. And Mm -hmm. of course, Dan, my husband, Dan's coming along and there's like, there's nothing for the men to do as a part of the summit and I'm like what a a turn of events from a generation or two ago when it was always exactly all the guys getting together drinking their brandy smoking their cigars they'd kind of pat the little lady on the head hey, and hey, say, hey, hey. say say run along honey I still could cancel run along honey and go buy yourself something nice I've kind of been having a good time doing that to Dan but you know, but when I tell him to go buy something nice it's probably gonna you know, oh shoot, I will so <laughs> I will I'll find the biggest cannon that I can find a way to get on the back of the airplane but uh <laughs> hey I, I would like to comment too mm-hmm. that uh the other side of me says this and I didn't don't I didn't say this so don't repeat this okay <laughs> yeah it's only on the airwaves but go ahead if I was perfectly if I was, private if I was brand new at learning how to fire to shoot a gun mm-hmm. and the gun culture if I was brand new I think I'd rather have a group of women teach me. Why I do you really say do. that? Because they're more um, thorough. They're thorough. They're more thorough. What do you say about that, I, Adriana? I I agree with that. I'm going to get in so um, much trouble. <laughs> I I think we're more thorough, but I also think that we're a little bit more forgiving. Uh, mm. And the way that I say, I, the way that I mean that is, um, we have a lot of new shooters that come, you know, to the range or come to class. They have no idea this, you know, this new uh, world, this new tool that they're going to be learning about, um, and they feel a little bit more at ease, mm-hmm. um, admitting admitting to the fact that they don't really know, mm-hmm. and they, they feel a little bit more comfortable um, saying, "I don't know how to do this," or uh, making a mistake. You know, nurturing so is think, the word that comes. Nurturing, to mind. yes, I'll, exactly. I'll, I'll, exactly. I'll make it in man's language for y'all because I'm not understanding <laughs> what you're saying, but oh I'll tell you how it is. Okay, 
I will paper cut him later. A woman or group of women are going to know what they're going to teach. They're going to research it for 30 days. They're going to look at pictures. They're going to have index cards and they're going to have everything laid out. They're going to have the nice clean tablecloth and the little everything, right? A guy? Yeah, I've never done that before, but I'll teach you. Figure it out. Yeah. Yeah. And he says all that like it's a bad thing. No, it's not. But anyway. I'm really not kidding. I'd rather have a. a I, I, you know, I get you. I do. And I, I. I think that there is something to be said for that, but I don't want to run out of time before I do touch on the DC project. So tell us okay. about your experience. Like, how did you get involved? What what was kind of your big takeaway from all of that? Um, so my partner in crime and the well-armed woman is um, the Mississippi representative, Kim Condon. And awesome. she was the one who introduced me to the DC project. Um, and at first I, I didn't quite know a whole lot about it. And I learned very quickly through a very, uh, condensed <laughs> phone call from, from <laughs> Diana. So, um, she was, she got on the phone, she told me everything I needed to know. And all right, are you in? I'm like, I, I guess. <laughs> yes. Okay. Um, but it was a great experience. Um, it was something that I was a little hesitant about doing in the beginning. Cause I don't know. I think you're, um, I'm so accustomed to speaking to people on my own level, but I always view legislators at a a different respect level, I guess. So um, kind of putting into my head that, hey, there are people just like me. They put their pants on, you know, one leg at a time, just like me. Um, I I kind of confronted that, that mentality and then, of course, got there and realized how open and friendly they were and how important it was for me to to be a part of that and to express my opinions and that's that's as a constituent that's what we're supposed to be doing so it, it was a really big eye-opener for me um to to see that aspect of it um and of course to make an amazing amazing connection with a huge group of fantastic ladies it was it was really um it was a fun experience it really was I love that. And I feel the same way. And I, the, the ladies who are parents and grandparents, um, even more rich because then we can then influence the next generation and kind of pass that experience along vicariously to them. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Well, thank you so much for coming on and sharing a little bit of that with us. Now, how do people get uh, more involved in if they want to check out the well-armed woman? Uh, you can check out the Well-Armed Woman at www.pwawshootingchapters.org. Um, I personally uh, have a chapter in Houma, Louisiana, where I'm, where I'm based out of. It's the Bayou region, and we have a Facebook page. You can search for that as well. Very cool. Well, thank you so much. Let me see if I get the name right. Adriana Eschet. No. Eschet. <laughs> Oh, Adriana, you're a doll. Thank you so much. It's French, you know? Yeah, yes, definitely. Eshte. <laughs> Sorry. Have a great day. All right. You too. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Well, stick around because we still have more to come. Our Arizona GOP chairman, Robert Graham, I believe is on in the wings waiting to come on right after this message. I'm Rob Morse from the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. 
Each week we share stories about men and women who saved lives. Now I am asking you to be a lifesaver as well. The Second Amendment Foundation protects our rights to keep and bear arms. They defend our rights in courts from coast to coast. Today, they need our help. Please go to saf.org and join the Second Amendment Foundation. That's saf.org. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun. Absolutely. AZFirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. AZFirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit AZFirearms.com. Be a part of the gold rush and head on down to see my friends at Pot of Gold Auctions in Avondale, Arizona. Or check out the auction online at potofgoldestate.com. These folks auction off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Everything is going, going, gone. So you best hurry and tell them Don Cogger sent you. Freedom Radio, where we engage, educate, and inform. Sponsored by AZ Firearms, the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. You know, our theme today is of, for, and by the people. And I am super excited to bring out our next guest, Arizona GOP Chairman Robert Graham, who recently had some great news for the AZ Republican Party. Are you there, Robert? Hey, I sure am. How are you? I'm I'm excited. I, I heard the news, but I want you to tell it to all our listeners. Well, it depends on which news you're talking about. We have uh, quite a bit of good news going on this year. Well, I was specifically thinking of how we are a red state again. But if you have other good news, let's let, yeah, we're not purple anymore, right? Which means we have uh, our. Our Arizona Republican voter registration surges is the headline, right? GOP outnumbers independents and Democrats by hundreds of thousands. Yeah, so if you look at what's happened over the years, okay, last 10 years, the cycle's been more and more people going to independence because they just haven't heard a message or uh, felt comfortable that party alignment would be the best thing. And, and when I started as chairman in 2013, it was my mission to put the, the Republicans back on top as the, the largest voting bloc. And uh, between all the effort on the ground, I've had, I have a remarkable team in southern Arizona, here in the kind of central Arizona, northern Arizona, and then uh, we've just been out telling the story and inviting people to become Republicans. And then the other phenomenon is Donald Trump. Donald Trump has really brought a lot of people into the fold as it relates to their association with the party. So it was kind of a confluence of events of engagement in all the communities and then, um, and then just this concerted effort to focus on invitation and bringing people in. And then obviously our candidate for the presidency and we're there. We're one of the only states, if not, we probably are the only state that has completely reversed the trend and put us back on top. Well, Robert, do you think that part of that is because 
people are waking up or are we actually getting people from the other side to switch over? We're getting people from the other side as well. So people are waking up because, again, like I'll give you an idea. I was at a high school the other day and I was speaking at McClintock High School. A teacher had all the parties come out and I listened to the Democrat get up and he got up and he gave this song and dance and, and talked about how great economies are under Democrat leadership. And so when he sat down, I, I, I stood up and I said, okay, let me ask you. I said, you're the people, right? And this is a we the people country. And they said, yes. And I said, um, how many of your families are doing better today financially? Do you see any stress in your homes? Are they just rolling in money or what? where is it? And they said, no, we're stressed. And I said, so this is how you make change or modify. People are just at that point now where it's becoming less about party, more about um, providing for their families and doing things. And so that's why I think Trump has this, but we have kind of systematically, you know, GOP stands for grand old party. And I have been calling it since I became chairman, the great opportunity party. Nice. And people are starting to see this as a different path or the path to get people the prosperity and opportunity. So I think it's a combination of a lot of the above. Well, it's fantastic, and congratulations to, to you and your Thank team you. and, and to our state, honestly. I, I have to just yep. congratulate our, our state for, um, for realizing that it is uh, the party of great opportunity. All we have to do is look at, you know, some of the, the generationally um, areas where they're, they're Democrat, generation after generation. I mean, Detroit, good heavens you know, Chicago, I mean, you could just go down the list and say, does this look like prosperity? I don't think so. That's right. So, well, they, well you know, this, this guy, this guy even compared like a California and said, look at all the fortune 500 companies that are there. People would migrate to Democrat leadership. And I, I'm like, are you kidding me? The out migration is crazy. I mean, Arizona's picking them up. Texas has been one of the biggest recipients of it. Because it's policy that works for the people. And when people start to feel that work, you know, they get jobs, and then their quality of life goes up, their consumption goes up, and it's kind of this uh, kind of a cyclical thing that happens within this economy that it's all interconnected. But when you take the burden off of the hardworking taxpayer, it's amazing the success communities have. And I think that's what people are starting to see. Robert, I, I was uh, concerned because I thought all the people that are moving from Cal uh, California – and other states that are Democrats were coming to Arizona and that we were going to just naturally become a Democratic state. And I'm so yeah. pleased to hear the numbers that you gave us. Yeah, it's pretty amazing. We are, we, I think we're about 165,000 more registered voters than the Democrats. Um, give you an idea in the state, too, from a victory effort. We keep hearing all this news about Hillary mobilizing in our state and such. Well, she has barely invested any money in our state. She has, um, I think they have four or six victory offices statewide. We've got 19 offices. We have 6,000 precinct committee men compared to their, like, 1,500 pre, uh, precinct committee men. We've got um, countless volunteer hours, countless things that are happening now. We're, we're out fundraising them uh, almost by 30 40%. And so and they, most of their money is also coming in from out of state. Mm -hmm. And um, because they can't really inspire the donors here in our state. So this is uh, an interesting time, to say, to, to say the least. But we've still got a big fight. But we, we're pretty optimistic going into um, November 8th. Well, I heard on the radio, I think, this morning that uh, Hillary wasn't too concerned about Arizona before. But now it could be important state for her. It would be 
you know, the Democrats back in 2008, they had this five-state strategy, and, and Arizona was the fifth state. So there's a couple of swing states that when you look at the Electoral College map, they don't they have comparable to where we are. We're at 11 right now. They may have a couple more, a couple less, but they look at them as critical places to win in order to kind of pick up momentum. Well, Arizona is the, the gotcha last state where they go, okay, if we don't win here, we got to win Arizona. If we don't win here, we got to win Arizona. It keeps kind of filtering back to the fifth state. And um, the problem is, is that the Democrats, you know, they don't field people, you know, because they, they have one or two candidates running for an office, if, if they have two. And so they really don't have a need for a ground game. Here we are in the general election. And once that primary was over here, we had, um, I think it was uh, 70-ish days, and we had like 40 days until the early ballot. So to, to try to get them to be mobilized that quickly, uh, every day that they wait, you know, they're wasting, they're wasting time. And, and where we've been mobilized for really since 2013. Yeah. And just kept the momentum going this entire pro- time. That's so I awesome. hope we can pull it off. And you keep talking That's about reaching out, mobilizing. This takes people, right? This this oh, takes yeah. a volunteer this, base, doesn't it? It does. And that's. I'm glad you bring that up because um, I just literally fired off an email to a group that said, how many volunteers are you going to have in a particular they want a job, and I'm like, well, you can have a job if you can organize people, but volunteers are the lifeblood of any successful election. Mm-hmm. And so right now what we do is we, we have been doing Trump Tuesdays where we make anywhere from fifteen to 25,000 calls in a night, and now we have to open it up to every single day. And so this is a great thing. I mean, they can visit our website at azgop.org, and there's a volunteer tab there. They can call us at uh, 602 nine five seven 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 zero and say i want to be a volunteer and um and this they can work on a specific campaign or they can work in general success for all the hundreds of elections we have going on i mean think about this this is a historic this is a historic election year nothing is is the same this year as it has ever been before and to think that you anybody out there listening in arizona could be a part of that by volunteering, yeah. that's something to, to put in your memoir, something to tell the grandkids about. Well, think about it two ways, right? One is um, you, it's a historic – I mean, all elections have impacts, and this one is massive. And it, your audience, when you think about gun owners and things, think about Hillary Clinton and her attack on gun, gun ownership in this country. The, the, the what I would call unconstitutional treaties she's done with the U.N., and how she's blocked American manufactured weapons from coming back into our country. And you start thinking, this is just her on the periphery doing this. Imagine if she has the, the, the ink pen as the executive of our nation and what she could do in the impact. The other part of it is, is that uh, from a volunteer standpoint, you know, this is probably the negative thing is like if somebody doesn't volunteer, if they're not active, they're not making phone calls, knocking doors, trying to convert their neighbors, writing checks, however they want to be an activist, then in my mind, they get what they get. You know, they really don't have much room to complain if the outcome isn't to their liking. And so this is where we need fighters just to kind of roll up their sleeve and make it happen. And there's so many different ways to volunteer. That is fantastic. And they can find out by going to AZ, as in Arizona, right? G-O-P, as in uh, Grand Old Party. Great opportunity. Great opportunity opportunity party.org. And, you know, we are, we're based here in Arizona. We're sitting in a studio in Scottsdale. But we do speak to the entire nation. And if, if there's yep. somebody in a state that's going, man, I love what, what Chairman Graham has done in Arizona. I wish I could do it here. 
you know, yeah, what does it take? A phone call? They're local. Yeah, phone call. They're local parties. So if you have AZ GOP, you could have NM, like New Mexico GOP, or NV GOP. Typically, if they just type it in, they're going to find their, if they put Nevada GOP or something like that, they will find their way to the state party. And all of us at this particular point are in staff-up mode. And that's where if they're volunteers, some of them are paid positions. I tell people that it's worth the call, especially if you can commit the time. And even if it's an hour a week, you'd be amazed at the impact if we had a whole bunch of people making one-hour commitment a week. Uh, really neat things happen in elections. We win elections. That is fantastic. Well, Chairman Graham, thank you so much for spending the time here with us. And and congratulations on all the hard work of of you and your team and your volunteers. And uh, I I think we're looking at victory in November. What do you think? Yeah, I I think it's the only thing we can look at. We, We can't even think of defeat. That's not an option. So we have to win. Absolutely. Chairman Graham. Okay. All right. Have a great, great, great day. Thank you. You too. All right. Stick around because we still have our number two of Gun Freedom Radio, where we will have our Responsibly Armed Citizen Report and Dan's commentary, as well as two authors, Tom Rumpel and Dr. Sebastian Gorka. Don Collier here, letting you know that you won't get fool's gold at Potty Gold Auction. They're the genuine article. Potty Gold Auctions off guns, coins, jewelry, and antiques of every kind. Stop in and see my friends Dan and Cheryl Todd in Avondale, Arizona for some live auction action. Or check them out on the web at pottygoldestate.com. Come listen to the Self-Defense Gun Stories podcast. Hear about armed civilians protecting people they love. Were they lucky or were they prepared? Come listen and learn at selfdefensegunstories.com. And we're back with Cheryl Todd talking about the huge gun buying event at azfirearms.com. Oh, AZ, I get it, as in Arizona. Yes, but... Oh, or AZ, as in everything from A to Z. Well, yes, that too. But what I'm telling everybody about is that azfirearms.com is having a huge gun buying event to buy your old firearms all across Arizona and everything from A to Z. That's great news. See, my grandpa left me an old shotgun and it's just sitting on a closet shelf at home. So I can bring that into azfirearms.com and sell my gun? Absolutely. azfirearms.com buys, sells, trades, and even consigns your old firearms. Any vintage, any style, military, long guns, handguns, hunting, or home protection. Single items or entire collections. We offer the highest value for your used firearms in a safe and friendly environment, staffed by knowledgeable people. azfirearms.com is Knolltown Avondale off I-10 and Dysart Road. Come on down to the huge gun buying event every day through the end of the month at the biggest little gun shop in Arizona. And for all your firearm and ammo needs, visit azfirearms.com. 